0: sewers of gotham a new villain emerges you didn't invite me so i crashed from the rooftops of gotham the perfect enemy comes to life
1: One who can save this city is a creature of the night. Welcome back to the B-Movie Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Adam Kautzer. And unfortunately, Scott Phillips, your other co-host, is not with us today. He's currently still covering some film festivals. And I have gotten word, though, that he will be back next week. And next week will be the beginning of... Our uh, new series that we're that we've been planning for some time. I'm not going to I'm not going to ruin what the series is, but I will give you a hint. One of the films that we're going to be covering stars Franco Nero. That's it. Not going to tell you anything else, um, but it's going to be something that's unexpected to say the least. So, if you're thinking about the big one that he's in, the 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 very famous um, specific film that he's he's known for, it's not going to be that. So, I'm not going to name it. But if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Uh, but uh, that's all I'll say. That's next week. That's starting next week. Uh, maybe I'll drop a couple of hints on the Instagram page to kind of give you an idea. It, like if you if you present an image of what we're going to be covering it's going to be like you know all she wrote so it'll be interesting what i can what i'll be able to come up with but today we are not talking about that uh we're actually doing a one-off but it's not really a one-off um i decided that We've never talked about Christmas movies, so I wanted to actually talk about one of my favorite Christmas movies, which is 1992's Batman Returns, directed by Tim Burton, starring Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Michael Keaton, Christopher Walken, and, of course, Danny DeVito. And this is a Christmas movie, uh, but it's a Christmas movie in the way that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It it, it uses the milieu of Christmas, but instead of it being a Shane Black L.A. Christmas uh, that we're talking about, it's a true Christmas time, like, you know, New York Christmas. um, Sorry, not New York, Gotham City Christmas, uh, with all of the trimmings that you would possibly have in that particular area and like I said it's it's really a milieu more than anything else um but uh, it's to say that Batman Returns is probably one of my favorite Batman movies if not my favorite um for a myriad of reasons um first uh, first of which is that I don't think they ever got (laughs) they ever got it It never got better than Batman facing off against the trifecta of villains that he, um, that he faces off against in this film. I mean, in important point in fact, I feel like this is what solid, like Batman begins, solidifies the whole, um, the whole like cliche of, um, superstars wanting to star as batman's rogues gallery i mean this is solidifies it i mean of course you know nicholson is nicholson i mean you know there's that he set the he set the standard but i feel like it's i feel like it's it's this movie that that makes it like you know it it definitely makes it a it makes it a standard like, you know, it makes it the thing that will happen in all Batman movies moving forward. I mean, you know, as much as they want to fucking talk about, oh, this one's going to be gritty and bo- bullshit, 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 bullshit all the bullshit that they talk about Batman movies. It still sta- it still follows a very specific formula. And it's like, you know, lesser known actor to play Batman, uh, you know, younger, like either a younger actor or an actor on the rise um with the exception of of course Batflick but I don't know if I really count Ben Affleck as Batman. I know that might be a controversial thing, but uh, we're not going to get we're not going to deep dive into that. But the other part of that formula and it doesn't matter. You can go to any Batman movie they've they've uh made and you will see that this is the case that they always get some kind of either a superstar or a like actor with a capital A. All you have to do is look at the the Batman movie that they're making right now with, with Pattinson. I mean, <laughs> look at all the people that they've got in that fucking movie. I mean, it, it's it's interesting, but it still follows the same fucking formula that you have a serious-minded actor playing Batman and these like, you know, uh star-level actors playing uh, playing his rogues gallery. I mean, there's not much difference there, and who knows? Maybe it is different. I don't know. Like you know, Nirvana, you know, and all that stuff. But anywho, <laughs> getting back to uh, Batman Returns, um, I also just I I love that it's this story about these four broken people and how they all interact uh, in uh, during this this yuletide season and regardless of like all of the political machinations and how it kind of relates to 2020 what like even though it that's something that you know you guys if you haven't seen it in a long time you can watch it and it's kind of really wow it's very apparent to like our like this movie plays better at, in 2020 than it probably did in 1992 um which Jesus, twenty eight years! I, I can't believe that. But um, what I love about it is just how, like you know, how unequivocally broken these people are, and how Burton with this uh, with the screenwriters. I think it was Sam Hamm that did. Uh, no, it was Daniel Waters uh, that did most of the work on on Batman Begins, um, and just how like unequivocally unafraid they are uh, about showing that, about showing how, like what I love about Keaton's Batman is, is that Keaton always played Bruce Wayne as the shell for Batman. Like, like that's his disguise and it's never more implicit than in Batman Returns. Um, I mean, like, you know, literally the first thing that we see Of uh, Keaton is just like sitting in a study just waiting for the fucking bat sign to go up. Like it's like literally telling you very, very, very implicitly that this motherfucker has nothing else. He doesn't care about the billions of uh, dollars he has. He kind of cares about like, you know, the like in the way he cares about like the people. But in a way that it's like I'm protecting you from evil as Bruce Wayne, but I'm also funding my vigilanteism, And that's like, you know, Bruce Wayne is just the costume. Batman is, is who I am. And like, I love that. I love that, that how, you know, like, it's just like this kind of residual thing. It's never, and I think that Nolan stole wholeheartedly from that. Like him and Bale really stole a lot of that. um, Arc, that you don't see in in Batman or Batman, uh, Batman Returns, like it's already completed in both those movies. Like we know, like we're getting to know Batman in the the Burton Batman, but like Batman is resolute in Batman Returns, and it's like Nolan just creates the the two thirds of the of the rest of the arc, the beginning of it with his first two. Uh, like the first, like well all of his batman movies he completes it from there but with with burton he doesn't even bother with that like he's not concerned with what made batman batman like he's more concerned with like who is this motherfucker that dresses up like a bat and goes out and fights crime and what that does to somebody and who that person is um so much so that like he gives he gives like he gives batman three different faces to face off against like which is an interesting kind of like a trifecta which is kind of interesting um like i know that a lot of people have complained about how it's over busy and all of the villains get Get like short shifted because there's so many villains, but I feel like because of the way that the script was written and how it deals with each of these people in a different in a, in a different light for Batman, um, it creates this kind of perfect perfect arc or storyline in the film where everybody converges um at the end and it all leads to this uh, like you know this moment of uh of recompense um within the movie um it's really interesting because it's like you have the different facets like you have the penguin played by Danny DeVito which (laughs) like I love how gross he is and and Go ahead and make your parallels to modern era like you can absolutely do it. It's kind of amazing like when you see it. And like he is the he is the freak. I mean the true freak inside of inside of uh, Batman and Bruce Wayne. He he represents that kind of part of of Batman's psyche, Batman Bruce Wayne's psyche. The other side of it is the the Max Shreck played by Christopher Walken played oh god man, like Max Shrek is amazing um and how he's the billionaire playboy but he's the opposite end of it he's the like what i find interesting is is that Batman returns like makes this statement that there are good billionaires which i find fucking completely hilarious um and Bruce Wayne is a good billionaire an altruistic billionaire, where Max Shrek is the bad billionaire, but they're like they're playing off of the duality of it, which is I find interesting, but I also find hilarious that a movie would say there's a good billionaire. Like okay, whatever, sure, I'll fucking go with it for fucking two plus hours, um, and then you've got you've got the Catwoman side of uh, the selena kyle cat uh side which is the most interesting part to me because it's about trauma like it, it it's about like the ptsd of a traumatic violent event because each one of them like you know they're two halves of a whole each one of them having lost something during an act of violence not just lives but something a piece of them and i love how the movie at a certain point becomes this broken love story this love story that you know will not have any like not have a good ending um but you know that instinctively like they both know what i love about the film is is that they both kind of instinctively i think realize subconsciously that they are like they are their alter egos but it's not until like towards the end with one of my favorite scripted moments with the the setup and payoff at the dance which again fucking Christopher Nolan stole literally stole whole hog that that moment from Batman um Batman returns for um the Dark Knight rises with Selena Kyle uh, that time played by um Anne Hathaway um it, I mean at a a contillion ball the same fucking setup um uh, but you know of course like <laughs> Batman returns does it better uh, just because it's a build up it's not the it's not the meeting it's the it's the realization and I really like, like of all moments in like, like in that, the, in the comic book subgenre or superhero subgenre genre um, of films, it, it's one of my favorite moments. And it's because how real both Michelle Pfeiffer and uh, Michael Keaton play it. Uh, and their reactions to one another. It just sells it. Um, I just love that moment. It's, it's a great moment. And, uh, it's the, like, it's the soul of the movie, but it's such a broken soul that, that, you know, it's like these few moments that these two have, but ultimately it's going to end terribly. And it does end terribly. Uh, for them Uh, and it's it's just it's just like kind of like great to just see this broken down carnival circus like uh carnival circus film like it like that's literally what the equivalent of it is it's like like penguin is a part of like a a circus uh, a circus act early in his life that you you find out through like Like these, like plot, like these plot, uh, these plot machination drops throughout the movie. Um, Something that you may not remember, but then when you rewatch it, it's kind of interesting how how that plays out. But um, there's a lot of carnival, like you know, uh, uh, like carnival characters, like the bearded lady, the monkey with the organ grinder. You know, uh, clowns, lots of fucking clowns. Uh, It's, uh, like, you got uh, Vincent Schiavelli, who, uh, you know, everybody. Like, you know, B-Movie podcast, guys. You should know who he is. um, Shows up, and he's, like, like he's a part of the group that Penguin, uh, like, you know, Penguin's group. um, Or his hoods, whatever you want to call them, his goons. Uh, And it, it kind of adds into this, like, it's like this extra layer of that's what this movie is it's it's a it's like this broken carnival music love story like broken people at christmas time and it's beautiful and fantastic and slightly disturbing in more ways than one and um the the storyline the political storyline is very it's very very of our time right now. I think that people will be genuinely surprised if they it's if it's been a decade or two since they've seen Batman returns uh just the kind of uh, the the way that it's dealt with uh, like it deals with the politics and certain storylines is very 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 interesting um and plus like i said it's a christmas movie it's one of my favorites uh for all of those reasons and more um it's on uh, HBO, uh, HBO Now or Max, whatever the fuck it's called. HBO Max, I'm sorry. Uh, so you can watch it right now. Um, add it into your rotation of Christmas movie, non Christmas movies, uh, because it definitely deserves it. Uh, I mean, Keaton as Batman. I- I'm gonna, am gonna say it right now. He's he's my favorite Batman, uh, followed very closely by, uh, very 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 closely um, by Adam West. And I know that's a controversial, like, statement to make, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. Uh, you guys can think of what you whatever you think of, but um, Adam West was my, my first Batman. And then, you know, Michael Keaton was the Batman that I went, oh, shit, like, this is my Batman. Like, I mean, you know, I was a kid when I was 11 years old when the first Batman came out in the summer of 89. And, you know, I was, what, uh, 15? 15 when let's see 92 let's see 98 yeah I was, no I was 14 I'm sorry I was 14 Jesus Christ I can't do math I can't do math guys uh I but I was 14 when um the when uh Batman Returns came out and so like of course like he's he's my Batman and he always will be uh you know the dreams of of Keaton, like I would love to see Keaton come back in some kind of capacity. I know that they're talking about him coming back in, um, in the Flash movie uh, for the Flashpoint storyline. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it, but um, it would just be kind of great to see him back as Batman um like old man Batman like I I refuse to you know the Dark Knight stuff I refuse to because yeah it's there's so many problematic bullshit things wrong with that fucking storyline and Frank Miller I'm not even gonna fucking go there but it's all to say you definitely need to check out um Batman Returns uh, and like i said make it a part of your christmas your yuletide season especially because it feels like very much so a 2020 movie um and with that guys you can always reach out to us twitter and instagram uh the handles are bmoviepod the letter b the word movie the word pod all together no lines no dashes no bullshit um twitter is more of a landing page we don't really we don't really interact other than to tell you when the uh when the episodes drop because you know Twitter is a trash can dumpster fucking fire um but Instagram, which is only slightly better <laughs> we're we're definitely active there uh you can definitely see our uh, you know if you wanna follow us and interact with us and engage with us, that's definitely the way the the route to go is. Uh, through Instagram. And again, they're both the same. uh, B Movie Pod. The letter B, the word movie, the word pod. Uh, And we will be back next week. Scott will be with us. And we're going to start a brand new series. I'm very excited uh, for us to start this and get this ball rolling um, and close out 2020 on a pretty fucking high note. I think that you guys will agree. So until next time, talk to you soon.
0: Thanks. Six-